Welcome to the Spiritually Minded Women podcast. If you're a woman who is ready and willing to be a follower of Jesus, you're in the right place. Join me this season as we dive in deep to learn how to embrace your journey on the covenant path with checkpoints instead of checklists. I'm your host, Darla Trendler, and I'm cheering you on. Welcome to your journey. I'm so happy that you're here today. I cannot believe that we are on episode eight. This episode is part of a 10 part series. I have bonus contents for each of the 10 episodes in the series, as well as devotionals that you can access by purchasing my course, 10 ways to embrace your journey on the covenant path. I'll tell you more about how to get the bonus content at the end. The covenant path that you are on is straight and narrow, but in your personal journey, there is no way that you will stay completely on the path, right? Because as Paul said, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You can for sure count on the fact that you are going to sin. But fortunately, you learned an important lesson before you ever set foot on the covenant path. You had faith and that led you to the key to getting back on the path when you step away or wander off or get lost. And that is repentance. Repentance is what led you to baptism and setting your foot on the covenant path in the first place. When I first started planning episodes for this season, I knew there had to be one on repentance because as I just mentioned, sin is something that every one of us will experience on our journey. However, when it came time to actually write out the episode, I was stuck. I wasn't sure how to approach this topic. So I prayed in faith and trust, like I talked about in the episode on communing. I have seen God's hand guiding me with each episode. So as I was feeling stuck with this one on repentance, I also had plenty of evidence from past experiences, putting the other episodes together that God would help me. So I prayed in a new way. I thanked Father for helping me before, and I expressed my confidence that He would help me again. I returned to my office and I opened my laptop, and then I had the thought to go on Instagram and ask people what the first word was that came to their mind when they heard the word repentance. I can honestly say that I had no pretense. I was not looking for anything specific. I was only following a prompting. I didn't know what I would find when I saw the one word responses. The next day I opened Instagram and was blown away by how many of you responded to my question. I still didn't know why I'd asked the question, but I looked at the responses and started typing each one out. I saw words like love, hope, gift, forgiveness, humility, mistake, joy, renew, atonement, grace, relief, and others. I typed all these responses out, but I quickly noticed there was one response that came up more than any of the others when I asked the question, what is the first word you think of when you hear the word repentance? And overwhelmingly, the most popular word that I heard was change. So today I want to focus on the word change as it relates to repentance. I think one of the reasons so many gave that their one word for repentance as change is because change is something our prophet has talked about recently. In his talk during a priesthood session of General Conference in April 2019 called We Can Do Better and Be Better, President Nelson talked about the Greek New Testament word for repentance, meta-noeo. He explained in that talk that meta denotes change and noeo corresponds with Greek words such as mind, knowledge, spirit, and breath. President Nelson then shared this, quote, 
Thus, when Jesus asks you and me to repent, he is inviting us to change our mind, our knowledge, our spirit, even the way we breathe. End quote. And later in the talk, he summed things up by saying, quote, when we choose to repent, we choose to change. End quote. And he put a big exclamation point at the end of that sentence. I love that. We all experienced a huge change when COVID interrupted our lives. I would venture to say that most of you had no idea the change was coming. I know I sure didn't. It was not a change any of us sought for or really wanted to experience. At the time of this recording, COVID and the changes it has brought to our lives is still very much a reality. We are still living these changes. I don't know about you, but with eight months of experience under my belt, dealing with this unwanted change in my life, I can see some good things that are taking place in my life as a result of the changes brought about by COVID. In August of 2020, we talked to our daughter who was serving a mission in California on her preparation day. She told us about a missionary devotional she viewed with Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf. In that devotional, Elder Uchtdorf said that the pandemic could be a, quote, divine reset for missionary work. Our daughter, who is a social media specialist in her mission, was excited to hear this. She shared her thought that missionaries may never go back to knocking doors because using technology is a much more effective means of finding people. And all of that was brought about because of the pandemic. In addition to saying that the pandemic could be a divine reset for missionaries, Elder Uchtdorf's words from the devotional were quoted in the church news as this, quote, when public restrictions are lifted again, it would be wise to resist the temptation of going back to the old ways, which unfortunately too often didn't work very well. Elder Uchtdorf said, we need to go back to the future, a very bright future with new and exciting opportunities that will move us forward and upward, end quote. I've thought a lot about Elder Uchtdorf's words and the things that our daughter shared with us. Could this also be a time for me personally to have a divine reset? What changes do I need to make so that I can keep moving forward in my journey on the covenant path? I have come to realize that I don't need to change everything that was happening in my life prior to the pandemic. Certainly there were lots of good things I was doing, but I have noticed that my personal divine reset is starting with the spirit pointing out things to me in my life that I can change. These changes are things I need to start doing as well as things I need to omit from my life. These changes, big and small, are things I need to repent of. But earlier in my life, I may not have seen change as repentance. I used to think repentance was for, you know, like the big stuff, the stuff that sinners did. I really didn't view myself as a sinner. And I certainly didn't think I needed to repent every day. It has taken me well into my adult life and my personal journey on the path to come to understand more fully how beautiful repentance is and especially how much I need it, not just some of the time, but every single day. The Lord was already preparing me and I started to feel a divine reset in my life well before the pandemic hit. One night I had a dream. I actually dreamed of a real life event that happened in my life many years earlier. I was a young adult. I was single and I wanted to get married, but my choices in my dating life were not really reflecting the true desires I had or the path I knew God wanted me to take. Fortunately, I realized that I needed to make some changes in both my personal life and my dating life. Now back to my dream. I woke up just not that long ago, having dreamed about this real thing that happened to me many years earlier. I felt from the spirit that the dream had significance and there was something the spirit was trying to teach me and tell me. 
I pondered for a while trying to figure it out, and then I thought these words. What do you need to give up so you can have more? The experience that had played out in my dream had taught me that if I would give up my comfortable dating habits and change some things in myself, that he had so much more in store for me. I had followed those promptings and a very short time later met and married my husband, who 23 years later, I can definitely say, was way more than I ever could have dreamed of in my single life. So with this experience now fresh in my mind, again, because of the dream, I spent days thinking about what I needed to give up in my life. A few days later, I read the label of a drink I loved, and while I probably could have found justification for continuing to drink it, I thought of my dream and the question I had been pondering, what do you need to give up so you can have more? And I gave it up. But the spirit was not done with me. I sensed there were still more changes to be made, but I wasn't sure what they were. Slowly, I started to learn through several different experiences that the thing the spirit wanted me to give up was sin. I had bigger things that I needed to change in my life. I needed to repent. A short time later, the new young women's theme was released and these words came to mean so much to me. I cherish the gift of repentance and seek to improve each day. I was learning that repentance wasn't something I used once in a while in my life. Repentance was a daily thing and it wasn't just something that was nice to have. It was something I needed to cherish each day in my life. Repentance is a gift the Savior wants me to use every day, not just when I've done something really bad, whatever that means. I have learned through this experience and others that if I want to have the intimate relationship he wants to have with me on the path, I need daily repentance in my life and a renewal of my covenants each week by partaking of the sacrament. With my new thoughts about repentance still pretty fresh, one of our children came to me and my husband one night to tell us some things they wanted to change. This child had fallen into some habits that they recognized were jeopardizing them spiritually. Our child was beating themselves up about making these mistakes. I told them to pull out their phone and go to the Bible dictionary in the Gospel Library app. Together, we sat side by side on the couch and looked up repentance in the Bible dictionary. We read this, repentance, the Greek word of which this is the translation denotes a change of mind, a fresh view about God, about oneself, and about the world. My child and I had a great conversation about how repentance is a good thing. It's an amazing gift that Jesus doesn't want me to save up. He wants me to use it. I can use it anytime I need to change to get back on the path. Changing my mindset to have a fresh view is not something I need to avoid doing. In bonus content for this episode, I talk more about repentance and the reason why you don't need to wait for eternal life. You can feel his redeeming love now in your journey on the covenant path. Come join me. You can find the bonus podcast content in my course, 10 ways to embrace your journey on the covenant path. In addition to the bonus podcast content, you'll also get the full episode in both video and audio format, as well as devotionals for the 10 episodes in this series that are all about how to embrace your journey on the covenant path. You can find a link to the course in the show notes or go to my website, spirituallymindedwomen.com. Click on the courses and look for 10 ways to embrace your journey on the covenant path. I hope you'll join me next week on the podcast where I'll be sharing more thoughts about embracing your journey on the covenant path with checkpoints instead of checklists by talking about finding your unique purpose. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you did, please share it with a friend. 
I would love it if you would leave a review and rate it on Apple Podcasts. This actually helps more women find the podcast and embrace their own journey on the covenant path. To get access to the workbook for this season and to find show notes and other resources, head over to spirituallymindedwomen.com. For more inspiration, follow along on Instagram at spirituallymindedwomen. Have a fantastic day. I'm cheering you on in your journey.